the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. NIL, which is short for Name, Image, and Podcast. And the watch this is thank you to NIL. Michael, we are back. Feels good. Feels good to be back, right? Take a take a little time off here and there. I was oh. actually just sick oh. over the weekend. Had a sick kid yeah. over the weekend. Yeah. We yeah. had plans. I one day we we had plans recorded. Then Mike's like, well, you know, it's just a really nice day outside, so I'm just gonna just drink and not do that. And that's I'm gonna let you finish. Way. I'm gonna let you finish. Go ahead. Oh, oh, you gonna put this on me, huh? huh? I mean, I okay, hand up. It was nice outside. I went and got a beer, which let the viewers know I I got you a beer. I mean, it it wasn't like a fucking. It wasn't like a, I just went off of my own. Like all my dogs were eating, so I didn't. You know, you didn't turn your nose up to it. And then you got sick. You had a compromised immune system. You are a very fragile, existing human being. You got sick. So I mean, we could we could place fault where we want, but I was here. I was ready. I've been te- I've been texting. I was Snapchatting you, Virginia Tech entrance videos i did for the last yeah. like i'm bidding here I, I did see that yeah and yeah you did send out the text you know about once every two or three months i'm so excited for college football you know and and that's why we're here you know we're all excited for college football well listen we do there it, we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit there has been a little blip on the college baseball radar that has piqued my interest so i mean we do have college sports going on <laughs> But I still, I'm still sitting here, just looking out the window aimlessly, waiting for college football to come back. Obviously, I love the summertime. All my my woes will be fixed once I'm sitting on the lake, zasping down a beer or two. But in the meantime, You're I about do. to be in Mexico as well. Hey, listen, don't you know? You can't tell the viewers won't be. Right? You know, people yeah, right. will have it out that's for right. you. Can't be disclosing locations here. That's right. Yeah, and a business. It's a business meeting. Business trip down. <laughs> down right. in Mexico way. But anyways, we are. Name in this podcast, the same as we've always been, just better this time. Maybe hey, I don't know. Hey, Maybe it's been worse. Name in podcast, a little nip. We got nips, and I, I got to get uh, off the nip thing. I just got to yeah, get this out of my brain. Mike sees one pair of titties in a uh, college baseball televised game, and all right, listen, we're just gonna we're, we'll just get it out of the way now because here's what happened. Our if dear, you want, hey, if you want college baseball to, to get on the map, well, let me let me tell you the story right on this, how I discovered this because it, it was absolutely hilarious the way that I, I figured out and I finally put two and two together. Uh, so I was our dear friend Beats had sent this to me. He he sent me this DM on Twitter with that tweet. And so I, at the time I was at the gym, I was doing whatever I was preoccupied. So I looked at it. And so when I looked at it at first, I saw the scoreboard, saw a top five team. I think it was Virginia Tech was the, the, the team in question, a top five team playing a non-ranked team. And there was one run scored in the entire game, bottom of the ninth. And so. I thought it was like one of those, like, oh, like, look at how boring college baseball is. Like, oh, my God, like one run. And so I just just texted him back, didn't look into it. I texted him back. I'm like, damn, that's a tough look for college baseball. He texted me back. He's like, I don't think you got the main point of this. So I opened it up, and I thought maybe there's, like, more of a story here. Like, somebody was throwing a no-no or, like, a perfect game or something. Pulled it up. No, it's just a screen jab, jab screen grab of a, an attractive looking woman in the outfield, just showing her breasts to everybody who care to see. <laughs> I was like, Oh, and we are absolutely breast positive. She might've been breastfeeding. We don't know. You know, it, it's, hey, it's free, hey, free the, free the yeah, nip. Like we're all about body positivity here. You know, what is it? Vitamin D that we get from the sun? Get some vitamin D all over that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So before, before this podcast gets any hornier, uh, we got there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on a lot of stuff like almost to the point where it's like i like it's information overload and this is kind of where i'm seeing it especially with nil right because this is just the 
journalists in the offseason kind of wet dream, especially for college football, which is always <laughs> going to be kind of the little brother to NFL, right? Like NFL right, had the draft, right, right, right. the schedule release. And like college football is just peddling the NIL, and, and we, we're here for it, obviously. We're, we're fucking here for it. That's why we're doing the podcast, because we love it, and it's ridiculous. Oh, my not, not Mike just fell over. Hey, 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 hey. We're all bricked up. We're all horned up. Right. Hey, uh, um, but we're, we're just at the point now with, with NIL. It's like you – like we know the people who know – yeah, you know, we follow a lot of people on Twitter, right? We, right. But we we obviously know the people who like are are studied in law, like they they understand these things, they understand how it works. So you have the people who know how NIL works on Twitter. You have the people who think they know how NIL works on Twitter and who are just the loudest and who are typically very wrong. And then you just have the people who are just like, I don't care as long as I get this recruit over Bama, said Auburn right. fan, right? War right. Eagle. It's just right. like. And so it, it's just you got so many people involved now. You got yeah the smart and that's why college football is great because you go to college right. You, you have scientists, you have uh, lawyers on campus, you have doctors on or you know people who are studying those types yeah, of fields. Ac- academia across the board. And then you just have the mass com majors as well, right? And that's yeah, how, doggy. So it's like and and that's kind of what this conversation has encompasses is, is is literally everybody. Everybody now has like a, a some sort of interest in college football, and they're kind of flexing their. You know, they're acumen because the thing with NIL is, is I mean, the NCAA just, they, they just continue to fuck it up. They just continue to fuck it up. And they, they, like this, this could have been so much easier. And now we're just starting to see, you know, some of the, some of the issues, you know, kind of come to light and, you know, Brad, our boy, Brad Blevins, shout out. We'll, we'll get him on here soon. Yeah, again, have to, have to. Um, but, you know, he was mentioning that like the biggest risk at all this is player eligibility, right? As soon as you start getting boosters involved and things like that. The players are, you know, their eligibility, they're going to be the ones who get screwed over. The billionaire is not going to get screwed over. The, the multimillionaire booster is going to be fine. It's going to be the kids, of course, right. as in anything in right. life. It's going to be the, the person lowest on the totem pole who who, who gets the uh, shit end of the right. deal. Well, and you, you bring up like an interesting point where it was the whole purpose of NIL was to remedy the problem that was these kids were kind of being like left out. And I know obviously the age old argument is like, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're getting a college scholarship. Sure. But, but again, like, you know, these kids know that they're, they're making the schools are making money. Everybody's making money off of their performance, their name, their brand, you know, everything like that. So it, in theory, it was supposed to help kind of remedy that, but now it's gone complete 180. And now we're sitting here, like you just said, concerned that what was supposed to be somewhat of a solution to these kids to offer them a way to generate some revenue for themselves, to have a little money in the pockets, obviously a lot of money, but you know what I mean? But now it's like, we've gone way past that point, And now we're worried about like, we might fuck up these kids eligibility. Like, it, like we're teetering such a, like, it's not even a fine line because the line is so blurred in such a gray spectrum that like, we're not, it's like we've said on here before, it's going to be one of those deals where like, we're going to have to learn it the hard way. Like somebody's going to have to be the fall guys. Somebody's going to have to, you know, be caught up in the wrong situation first before we sit back and look like, okay, now we know what we kind of can and kind of can't do unless like Brad said on the pod, Congress gets involved and we, we escalate this higher up the chain to like get this all kind of sorted out. But as it stands right now, I just don't see that happening. And we're just forever stuck in the swamp. Right. And so the NCAA, which like I know they're they're kind of their governance body or like the 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 arm of the NCAA that is supposed to like investigate and file infractions. I guess they're down to like 11 staff members <laughs> right now. Like obviously like during COVID and things like that, like eventually people are like, yeah, this this is not fun to have to, you know, go around and and, you know. It, it, it just it, what a what a disaster. But 
They did come out with guidance related to prospective. So uh, guidance. This is, you know, <laughs> big term here. Guidance. These are guidelines, quote in, in very heavy quotation marks. But essentially, they came out with this big, you know, to, to try to lay some ground rules. The biggest thing is that, um, you know, for example, recruiting conversations between an individual or entity that has triggered booster status. We obviously know what that means NIL slash or booster slash NIL entity. And a PSA, I think that's pr- prospective student athlete is, is what I'm guessing. So a high school recruit um, are, are not permissible. So recruiting conversations between booster student ath- or high school student athlete for recruiting purposes, not allowed. Booster and IL entity, and, oh my God, entity may not communicate, e.g. call, text, direct message. I like how they add DM in there because Twitter yep. with a per, uh, PSA student, you know, prospective student athlete a family or other affiliated with the student athlete for recruiting purposes or to encourage uh, enrollment at a particular institution. So, you know, they can't entice, you know, with money or monetary, anything like that. Basically it's just saying boosters stay the fuck out of it. But we all know, especially with these collectives and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. The booster may not be able to be directly allowed with this, you know, to associate with this collective, so to speak. But if Joe's car wash is there, Right. And all of a sudden Joe's car wash gets a, you know, couple mil from a booster to say, hey, here's a nice donation. Oh, by the way, did you see this kid that that we can try to, you know, that's trying to (laughs) that we're trying to get to come here? Like maybe you should set him up with the whatever. You know, it's just it's it's not going to fix the problem. And I don't think anything was going to fix the problem, to be honest. But it's tried. So, you know, claps to them. They've tried. But, yeah, let's let's be real here. Right. I mean, I think. It's hard. It's hard to ever say this in the same breath. Like the NCAA had good intentions. I I do think the intentions were good. I, I do think that the they set out to try to like I, I just said solve solve an issue. You know, put some money in the players' pockets. We all knew once that 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 opened up that it was inevitable going to be lots of money because because again i mean we've known this for years but it was one of those kind of like we just don't want you know we won't kind of talk about it one knowledge you'll see journalists and different like business journals kind of like put together and connect the dots as far as like numbers and jev or revenue generated off of a certain program but it was kind of you know we don't see it we're not going to talk about it now it's obviously open and i do think the intentions were good but like we said a hundred times like there just had to be some sort of like it's something more than guidance because that's just a very loose term in my brain like we had to have a more concrete set of rules because like you just alluded to it's just all these boosters have to do is they have to put the middleman between them i.e a, a, a foundation or you know whatever like you said right that's another big thing was like whatever the this also was. makes money laundering much easier which i guess that's been a big thing in college football well, in like one that just it constantly is in my brain is the one that the losers down in texas have with the flapjack foundation it's like that foundation it doesn't do anything like that foundation it's philanthropy its whole cause is just bull- bullshit they're just using it as a nice laundering mechanism to get the money to the big you know the big linemen that they want to come play there fifty thousand each like it, right. it's it's lame but i mean it, we're, we're gonna get it cleaned up like it, it has to get cleaned up because there's just no way like if we just keep going on this loose trajectory that we're going on it's just going to become out of control again we have to still be smarter on here to talk about it smarter than us which is not hard to do this bobblehead in front of me's probably got more iq than i do but 
like whether it's Congress, whether it's it's the NCAA initiating it, somebody's got to kind of try to clean this up just a touch. It yeah, it's probably going to get real messy here for the next you know year or two before anything really starts to take shape and and, and clean up. But you know what what I find interesting is that I think the the people who are at the biggest risk obviously are the, the high school kids, right? Because they're going right. to be so easily enticed. And I don't blame them, right? They're you know now they just think that. You know, they don't know any better. I didn't fucking know anything in high school, you know, right. but the, I think where you're going to be able to really get away with with like egregious things or like what you saw with USC and, and Addison, right, for for Pitt, it was very easy to you know, oh, get yeah. them to jump the transfer <laughs> portal, especially because what they did was blatantly like it's just wrong. It, right. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, whatever, that's what coaches do, too. But, like, they're, they're definitely – it does feel dirty. feels grimy. It feels like he definitely was induced by an NIL deal, which is blatantly not allowed. What's the worst that's going to happen for USC? Addison's going to be there for a year. He's probably going to light it up. He's going to go to the pros anyways. Even if NCAA had their shit together, like, tomorrow, and we're like, nope, you guys are hit with this. Addison, you can't play. Addison's just going to go pro anyways. Right. You know? So, right. like, it, like that, that's the window where I think really you can, the, the dirt's going to fly. It's always right. been in recruiting. But right. it's going to fly with these grad transfers and things like that. And maybe oh, yeah. it's fine. Who cares? But that's really where this whole, like, in enticing and inducing a player to come via NIL, which is blatantly, you know, against right. these guidelines, that's where it's going to be able to flourish because you have a player who could already go pro almost like when he's one of your ways. So what's the worst thing happen? You either get away with it because we know the NCAA takes years to f- figure out anything. Right. Will Wade just got fired for LSU a couple months ago. Will Wade, right. the, the, what the dirtiest scumbag of, of a college football coach that you could possibly have, or a college basketball coach you could have, and he barely got fired. It, it's crazy. Right. Well, it, 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 in that, it all addresses two different parts. The first part being what you're, ta- what you're talking about, like how it's just, it's in, it inevitably going to encourage these players to either just abuse the the transfer portal and more power to them. Like if they're doing it the right way and the, and the intentions are pure on both ends, right? Like the player and the destination school, like, you know what? Like go ahead. Like hey, as long as you do it the right way, fine. But my thing is, is it's it, like you just said, I, we, I don't want to just be, just be scaring players away and just making, you know, running them off to the NFL because it, like they, they try to go to transfer portal. They try to, you know, like the Adkins thing going to, you know, USC, like, I don't want to lose those players. Like, like I want NIL to be the the driving force that grows the college football game. Like, I, like I want to see more programs have success. I want to be more people in the mix at the end of the season. Like, it, that's what that's I want it to be. Happen. Now, is it going to be? It's not. No, right, 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 right. It, it's not. It's not going to happen. But I just don't want it to be where we've, the pendulum is, wow, holy shit, whatever word that was, just swung so far. That now we're just like players show up for a year. They're like, oh, you know what? Like, I don't want to play anymore. If I can't transfer, like, whatever. Like, I'm just going to go to the NFL. I'll sit out, whatever I got to do. Because the NFL sitting here looking at it. And it's a byproduct for them because it's like, okay, we're just getting people that, you know, we can – obviously you prove your talent on the college football field. But when, when you're an NFL talent, you kind of – it kind of just shows itself, right? And so these NFL people are sitting here thinking like, okay, like – this kid played a year of college. We have film on him. We know how good he could be. Now he's going to sit out a year or whatever the situation is. His body's going to be fresh. We don't have to worry about injury. And like, we're just going to draft him next year. Like, I, I don't want that to happen. And I know that my warm, fuzzy, like, growing the game of college football and, and enhancing the talent is not going to happen. But yeah, yeah and, a and man- what's going to happen here? Like, we're, we're also in the season four. Uh, new con- TV contracts. Like, I know Big Tens is coming up soon. It's going to be well over a billion. It's going to have to be, which is just absurd. 
but at the same time, like, and so to your point, what you're talking about with like, you want like the everyone to kind of be more parody and be a little right. bit, re, re, you know, relevant and things like that. It's it's going to get worse to the point where like I I do really think that there's going to be programs that are going to disassociate with the NCAA completely and they're all going to jump. It's like their own super league, right? We heard super league a billion times with with um you know the professional <laughs> soccer. It, it, that's what's going to happen very yeah. soon. I I would right. say very soon. Like uh, I say soon. This is within the next you know probably five to eight years. Right. Teams are just going to start breaking away from the NCAA because why right. do they need them? They said let them schedule swimming right. events and and basketball the tournament and things like that, but. College football, it's like we're we're a billion dollar. There's universities that rake in that much money. You know, it, 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 but like that move will get. And I understand what you're saying because we're already we're already those that wheels in motion, right? With with Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC because like they like they knew bigger market. The SEC is the, the, the conference to be in if you want to be that next level program. You want to compete for national championships because we always have two SEC teams in it. At the end of the day, they always get the benefit of the doubt. So we already kind of see that happening, but I gotta believe that NCAA, as incompetent as they are, would bar any movement of a of a I, football team. Like they can't, they can't, they can't. That's the thing. Yeah, and it, yeah, it, like I said, it's, it's, I hear what you're saying though. Like, like inevitably, it's going to be. It, and I hope there's other helping helping factors that we can start moving in here, whether it's expanded playoffs or or. The, and this is a conversation for a different pod because I could rant about this for hours. Like, like we have to find a way to make more emphasis and benefit on winning bowl games because as of lately i mean if you're not playing for you know the playoff and then obviously the championship the bowl games kind of lose their luster obviously as football fans we love them but for players especially players who have you know nfl ambitions it kind of loses its luster a little bit so like yeah you gotta it's, it's those players right i i think on the whole though, i love uh, we love the bowl games and i think honestly i honestly do think most of those teams do for the most part unless you're a team that kind of fell out toward the end and maybe you have the pro players and stuff but i mean yeah i i, th- I think the bowl games are great um so do know. i but i'm just saying like it's it's we need to if we're going to discourage where where we're kind of already heading as far as it's going to be the same handful of teams every year because it's just going to be expect now it, with the transfer portal in the, in the mix i mean the the alabamas and the you know ohio states like they already recruit very well because they just have to kind of sit behind the the brand and be like, look, just come play for Alabama. Like you'll win a ring, you'll go to the pros and then factor in the transfer portal. Now you have a whole new crop of people where it's like, okay, this kid already played a year at a, a smaller ACC or a, a big 10 or wherever it is. We know he's a stud, like bring him in. Like, so it, like I, we're already going to get to a point where like the good, the richer just getting richer. So I just, I'm trying to find a way to bring value to like the, the, the bottom, not the bottom tier, but that tier underneath them, if that makes sense. Like, like bring some value to like those teams who aren't necessarily the, the Titans of college football, but they're still going to be playing for bowl games. They're still going to be competitive. Right. Uh, I don't know. It, it's just it's just getting messier. Um, oh, yeah. and this is always yeah. going to happen. And obviously, people are going to say this is NIL's fault. I, I I think it was just a combination of things because there the money is just getting just so big. It's just getting just too big to ignore. And when you have that much money going around, then you have all these other people who are obsessed with their alma maters who also go on to make a lot of money, and they want they want to feel like they have an in. It's just getting crazy. It's just getting crazy. But you know, I I just can't wait for the you know the first kickoff. Just I, I like I said for the for the sake of this pod, I I love having stuff to talk about constantly. But like I said, my my brain is just like swimming with just like I I just don't even know where to start with right. it. And you know, and who's doing it right? Who's doing it wrong? I I do feel like some for example, Michigan State. Everything I've seen, everything I've heard, 
it, it seems like we're doing things the right way, and mm. I think it's because we it, whoever's involved just keeps their fucking mouth shut. It's when you have the booster from Miami who's tweeting out, oh, here's right. $500,000. You know, th- that's right. where it's like you just got to make sure that everything is iron shut. You, you keep right. it, hey, we have right. this program, we have this collective, this is how we're guiding our student-athletes. Um, but but yeah. see where 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 Michigan State becomes safe in that regard is that it's it's East Lansing, Michigan. It's the alumni base that is a very faithful alumni base. But like the the boosters in quite we're not gonna I'm not gonna you know guess one way or the other. But if there are or there are dirty players involved or or maybe people who like to toe that line a little bit, they they get off on being in those inner circles of people or like like they're known by that that alumni base right like like they're known amongst the the Michigan State football community like that like they those are the guys Miami gets in trouble because it's you're in Miami and so every Tom Dick and Harry with you know seven figures in their bank account wants to be somebody and especially if they weren't an athlete in younger days like the guy that you just mentioned they're they're going to want to toot their horn because they don't get that recognition in the inner circles because that community, that fan base, that environment just isn't right. present in Miami. So Michigan State is undoubtedly doing things dirty. I, I mean, like Tom Izzo, it, probably their skeletons oh, all in his closet are stacked. Okay, yeah. yeah. But, but you know, <laughs> and now that Mel Tucker's got success, now we're, we're starting to sniff a little, uh, some success. Uh you bet your sweet ass somebody's gonna be coming along like, hey, I want to help. Like, I like I I want to be in the mix here when Michigan State starts competing and competing and competing. Yeah, it it is kind of crazy. Yeah, and it's just yeah, my thing with NIL, you know, I think it on its for face value, like there there are marketing opportunities for for the student athletes, but a lot of the pods I listen to have just made really good points about like a lot for the student athletes. They don't have a lot of time to actually do marketing deals right to go to the car dealership to shoot a commercial and for the most part they're just not good at like they're not like charismatic most of them aren't like things like that and so yeah that's where the money should be being made unfortunately and that's kind of what the idea was but now it's just like oh yeah an nil deal it's just it's it's gonna be weird it's we've heard it before the the pro or quid pro quo whatever where it's just like you're going to get money for no work being done, essentially, right. because that that's really what it is. That That's against the law. Like, it, it's, right. it's bizarre. It's just going to be, uh, who knows? Who knows? You know, we're just two people, Mike. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just don't know how we're going to fix college football. But if they just throw – maybe throw some money at us. Maybe we get an NIL deal and we'll figure it out. Well, first of all, it would be an NIL deal because we're – I mean, as much as I want to be a college athlete, I'm just not. So, I mean, we're just – they would just be a sponsorship deal now. <laughs> Which I'm fine with. I mean, hey, come find me. Right. But uh, if come and just offer us a free basket of of day old chicken wings, and we'd probably take no, it at this no, because last time me and you ate chicken wings, we had yeah. poo poo diarrhea for like three days after. It was terrible. Mm, yeah, it was, it was rough. Uh, uh, yeah, the, I, I mean, you could you touched all base. I just I just think it's like I, I rest my case on inevitably NIL is now in the mix and I, and I feel like it's going to throw a giant kind of cloak over all the dirty players, except for the dumbass in Miami who wants to be blatant and obvious with his, his little conundrum, but it's going to encourage a little bit of, of foul play. And I hope to God that Michigan state doesn't get involved or Alabama's fucking, you can't, you can't, you couldn't find any wrongdoing Alabama, not on my watch. And it's just bizarre too. Like, for example, the, down in Texas where that player's getting like a Lamborghini. Like what oh, does a college for one, there's no way he owns a Lamborghini, right? Like it's just like, Hey, you can drive this around and, and take pictures with it. Cool. But like why yeah. the, to me, why would you give a star player 
a Lamborghini, you know what's like, what's the purpose of a Lamborghini? It goes fast. What do you not want right, your star player right, to do? Right. Drive recklessly in a vehicle that can go that fast. Like, it's just, it's yeah. just so dumb. It's just so yeah. dumb. Yeah. Like, get, stick I, I, with the, right. Yeah. Stick with the right. Buffalo Wild Wing sponsorship or right. whatever. Like, leave fucking Lamborghinis out of it, you idiot. Well, and, and that's where that's where nil is going to get messy, right? Like, it, it's not, it's not. Um, old boy from the the Kansas Jayhawks who caught the game-winning touchdown against Texas who got the Applebee's deal, and so now he just gets to go to Applebee's and eat boneless wings until his heart stops. Like, those guys are the ones where, like, they're going to be- they're gonna benefit the most, and we don't have to worry about them because, like, it, it, it's not a big deal. It's the guys who are getting Lamborghinis. It's the, it's the unknown – it's the unnamed player in Tennessee who's getting an estimated $8 million of NIL deals. It's, it's these guys who are just getting – absurd amount of money because you alluded to it just a second ago these kids don't like like if you're if you're a big company and you're actually looking to like invest in a college athlete and get some sort of roi based on like the marketing of it it, it's going to be impossible we saw the clemson guy do one dr pepper commercial in dr like tv nowadays is like such a it's huge ass it is but, right. But I, my thing is like, it's just like, like you just said, it's, it's, if you're looking for an ROI on these things, which they, maybe they do think they'll get some, but like these kids just don't have the time. They don't, they don't understand how to do it correctly. Like they're just not there yet. These are 18, 19, 20 year old kids. Like it's just, so now it's just become blatantly like, oh yeah, he's getting money from, you know, insert right. whatever small business. Oh, well, what does he do for him? Oh, um, he came and did an autograph signing for an hour on a Saturday. Like, okay. And that was worth one million dollars like okay right and like we're saying that's that's also such an easy way for these businesses who've probably gotten money (laughs) ill-gotten gains uh you know now they're able to easily clean that money through a charity or uh, look at this nil who knows couldn't even and and i i guarantee you this is going to spark the the demise and the retirements of a lot of a lot and obviously they're older now like nick saban's not going to coach forever and and you know all these other guys who've kind of been around the game and we've known and grown to love but like i couldn't even imagine trying to keep up with all this you have the transfer portal you have recruiting in itself just the art of recruiting is absolutely 100 different from what it was five years ago social media so much of it's social media right right like you, you have to go court these recruits, like these recruits, like, like expect, like before it was before the dawn of social media, even when social media was still kind of relatively newish, these players just want, like, if they had a coach sitting in their, in their, their couch, like in their living room, they're like, Oh my God, like, this is absolutely sick. Like the letters coming in the mail, like that was sick. Now it's like these players want, they want the, they want the edits and they want the, the, the uniforms and they want to come down and do, you know, do the photo shoots. And it's like, okay, I get that. But like for a coach like Nick Saban and all these other old heads that have been bobbing around forever, like I couldn't imagine them trying to keep up. Brian Kelly's trying to do it, and it's just cringy to watch. Right? Yeah, and and there's yeah, there's gonna be the players and coaches and programs that know and know how to figure it out, and the ones who don't. And it's just about how much money you have and where you're putting that money and hire, hiring the right social media team and and the right kind of coordinators for that, getting the right names. It's just yeah, it, it's it's a whole it's the wild west. It's just it, it, it really what's going to happen it should shuffle it up a little bit which is right. nice you know we should see some different players in in the game kind of you know it, the ones who are able to figure it out it's kind of like a new lease on life they're like hey we have a second chance to this if we can figure this out throw a couple million here or there we can figure this out and and really rise to the top you're still going to have the people at the top like the ohio states the, the alabamas obviously and things like that but it's um it's these strange times i mean i'm just like reading through these news headlines i mean even air force our our Air Force Academy are under NCAA investigation for recruiting violations. 
Like, what's going on here? You know, how is Air Force you know, committing violations at this point? Who knows? <laughs> Listen, we don't ask questions because they're not a threat to the college football playoff. And, you know, and and like replacing teams that should be there. Those those boys are serving those men and women are serving us and they're serving us well. So, you know, what? if there's a dude down there who's literally just walking yeah. into the stadium, and handing out wads of cash, I don't care. Speaking of college football playoff, we had a nice little snippet from Mike Leach after the Kentucky Derby, uh, basically <laughs> saying Rich Strike winning. And don't get me wrong, like, I, I, I understand. I, I like I know why there's a lot. I, I love the brain of Mike Leach. I also just think Mike Leach is kind of a fucking idiot in a lot of capacities. But he his brain's incredible. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, he, he's saying that horse winning the Kentucky Derby. I like he just calls it that horse and not Rich Strike. Yeah, <laughs> respect on the name, Rich Strike. That horse winning the Kentucky Derby today is a good example of why an expanded college football playoff is needed. That horse hadn't won all the races leading up, but it got its chance, and that's what happened. You know, and and here's the thing, too, and I know this just happened recently as well. All the NCAA playoff committee, they all sat around in these lunch meetings and and stayed in these nice hotels and ate out and tried to, like, come together to figure out. They they all knew what they wanted to do is expand the playoff, and they, they left and they just they couldn't. They just couldn't figure it out, which is right. just so fucking annoying, right. you know, and that's what I saw some people saying like, oh, the playoff committee, they should be the ones who are making the rules for NIL and this and that. It's just like they don't know which way is up half the time. Like, yeah, they have the right ideas, but it's just like anything political and like politics. Like they all get in a room and try to get something done. They leave with nothing. They leave right. with nothing. They just say, hey, like we tried, but we had a bunch of nice meals and yeah, we right. drank and they hung out every day. It was like a big vacation. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't figure out what we need to figure out. So um, that's on the well, taxpayer. And it, that's just that's a that's that's just people at the top who just really like they just don't they have like that like that like love and like kind of like passion for the game, right? Like like they're looking at it and they're like, I'm rich. Like I, you're are you rich? Oh you're rich. Oh I'm I'm rich too. Like oh we're all rich. It, it doesn't matter. Like it, if there's not like a, a a flawless like super easy low hanging fruit solution that they can all agree on. They're not going to, they're not going to, you know, rack their brains trying to figure it out. Like they're rich that, you know, they know that inevitably whoever ends up, even if it's Alabama, Georgia, again, whoever ends up in there, they're going to get eyeballs. They're going to get the deals. They're going to get all the hype around it. So it's just lame. It's lame. Like if you were, if you were really truly concerned about the, the state of the sport and wanted to progress the sport, I think by now you could have at least, and I'm not even asking for like a solidified, like, Oh, like we're doing it and we're doing it this year. Like, you could at least put out some some press releases and some statements being like we're we're looking into it like like we're, we we have a couple different formats we like we're just trying to figure out like the logistics of it like at least just pretend like you're giving a shit but whatever yet here we are you yeah, know here we, here we are oh so what next i mean we're still a few i right. it is you know we're almost middle of may birthday's coming right. up right I'm turning 30 this year it's right. crazy right. um yeah big middle of may party. We got, you know, NBA playoffs are starting to kind of, you know, yeah, but we dwindle down know. a little bit. We have our Colorado Avalanche. We're mm-hmm. winning it all. Yep. It, yep. yep. Winning it all. I mean, uh, here, here's the deal, Kyle, and, and I'll I, I'll propose this to you as a, a one of our quick little hypothetical ones here on the fly. Because obviously, as you know, as the best friend I have, you are the smartest best friend oh, that wow. I have, Kyle. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's just I know I'm not the smartest man alive, but I can recognize talent when I see it. Thank you. I've been sending you clips. We've been reminiscing about like the Penn State wideouts, the Virginia Tech inner Sandmans. So I it, like it, in the in the spirit of 
the spirit, like I shouldn't have used spirit to set up that sentence because the spirit of college football, like we've talked about maybe going up to Washington to catch Michigan State, Washington, Washington, like it, it, looking forward to the next season, Kyle, knowing what we know, like what's one, I'm not looking for an exact matchup. Like, like if you could go see a game somewhere, like, and I'm talking like not just the game itself, not just the stadium itself, but like kind of all the offerings of that, you know, the weekend, like the tailgating, kind of just the environment, the culture. If you could go this season to one spot and you can't say Michigan State, where like yeah, where would it, you like to a, go? The game day experience that you Lansing is nothing to write home about. It, it's a good Midwestern showdown, you know, but it's it, nothing. It, it, let me ask you this. Is is it one of those situations where like it's obviously like a great college town? So like all the pre-gaming and the alcohol poisoning is happening at like individual frat houses and everybody just kind of like meanders to the stadium. Is that kind of what happened? Yeah, a little bit. No, I mean there's there's some lots. I, I don't know. I haven't been in a while. Um and every time we go, it's like there's not like a ton of time because we're right. not there like super right. early and stuff. But it, it's I know that, that that's something that needs to be addressed at a lot of universities, just kind of the game day experience. Um uh, that, well, that's I mean, yeah, because I, there's there's a fondness for me, um, and you know how I am with with sports nowadays, with the amount of like yep. commercial breaks and things like that, yep. and stoppages and and whatnot. Yep. I've gotten so used to just like the, the sitting at home, have the door open, nice breeze coming in. <laughs> okay, <few> okay. <laughs> I, you know, I'm I am trying to I'm trying to think of like the big. I, I, I'll answer first, and maybe this will spark some creativity from you, since you're just you're being a dilly dally. Here's what I'm looking for, Kyle. I want. Like we had it at Mesa a little bit and we started it like we were pioneers of the tailgating game because there's nothing better to me than like wake up early in the morning. You get the cooler loaded up, you get the grill loaded up and like you just go out to the parking lot and like just for the next four or five hours, it's just grilling, listen to music, throwing the football around, playing a little some drinking games maybe. And I don't think there's any place on the planet and I have never been. So I'm just speaking off of what I can see and the, what I can hear about. I I got to go to the Grove of Ole Miss. Like I'm not right. necessarily yeah, I mean, like, that, I, like I like Ole Miss. That's what came to mind. I as want well. that. Oh, no! I mean that, that that's what came to mind as well. But like I also know that for one, I probably you know would stick out like a fucking sore throat. Everyone's wearing like the nice polo shirts. No, and things Kyle, like that. Kyle, you got the Ray Bands. You just got to buy a visor, have your hair kind of popping out the top, some cargo shorts, a polo shirt. You fit right the fuck in. What are we talking about here? Yeah, I bet you're probably right. I bet you're probably right. What but what are you talking about here? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, like it would definitely be somewhere in the south or, or something like that, just to kind of experience, you know, like how ridiculous it all is. Um, right, the, but, like because when we went to when I I was impressed when we went to Utah, like we went to Utah's tailgate, just kind of bumped around. I that love one the was, whole setup. It's the perfect I, I was for me. Oh, I was surprised. Yeah. It was, and it was, it was, it was, we didn't even go to the game after. We oh, didn't even go to the oh. game. And so, like, that that's really where it's nice because it's, it's very self-contained. In one big tailgate lot. Right. You go right. and, you know, you're at higher elevation, which is nice. So you don't really have to get hammered, right? right. And you can yeah. just go, nice little that, and then you just kind of walk right into a stadium that, that's easy to access. It's simple. <laughs> um, good views of the house. You, you're standing up and you're looking over the entire valley, which is cool because <laughs> it's up on the hills. Um, easy in and out. It's it's not. Like I, a huge... I wish I wish so bad that I at least had another person on this pod right now to at least get a, another point of view because me and you are on complete polar opposite ends of like what like a, a what a great game day experience looks like because you're giving me the most about to be thirty year old dad answer of all time. You're like I just want easy in. I want easy out. You haven't been to a college football game in a long time, Mike. And I promise you, if you go and start Kyle, drinking Kyle, all day, Kyle, you're gonna Kyle, sit out Kyle, there in the Kyle. sun. 
Kyle, at, in the halftime. The Golden Gophers, and I was drinking Fireball at 9 a.m., Kyle. Did you stay for the whole game? Yes! <laughs> I stayed for the entire game, and then we went to the bar after, and we went to the bar after. You're <laughs> you're insane. You just I, go... Listen, yeah. I understand it's not a talent to be proud of, but we both know once once you once once you know Mesa Mike is out, like you can't put him back in. Like like it's not. Oh, gonna we be know. We, we are well aware, but I don't know. Like it's just <laughs> I like going and like you have a few brews before, you know. But then you eat. But like I'm there. I'm there for the game, and and there's nothing worse than being basically hung over by halftime and it's hot in the sun and well, you're sitting there see, and there's TV timeout, there's injury timeout, coaches call timeout. But you're hung over, you're hung over because you're going you're you're thinking through it very through a very small scope here, Kyle. You're thinking about it through the Utah scope where they don't sell booze in the stadium. Humongous turnoff. Because I understand what you're saying. Like if you have to pregame and then go in right. and then ride that, that, that drunk, awful. Right. Yeah. And, that, and that's, it's not just Utah. That's even like Michigan State's like that, for example. Sure. Right. Like a right, lot of the right, drive right. campuses are like that. And that is a problem because you're right. I think it would be different if, if I was able to have a beer or two before, right. Just and then get in, yeah. Keep get it in going. and be like, Wet cool, let, let me just sasp on one now for the, you know, sure. for the, the, the first half and maybe one for the second half as well. Yeah. And then you can kind of just level that out. Right. You're right. probably right. And so that's a college football problem. Uh, well, well, now, now I'm just saying, I'm just saying Minnesota had it and then I understand. Not surprised. And, right. Right. But I, I am going to watch the, uh, the mighty Colorado state Rams take on the mighty Utah state Aggies this October. CSU has a, a fucking brewery in the stadium. Like it, that is pretty cool. It, it, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's a different dynamic. And I think that's, I should have, I should have proposed the question better, but it's a different dynamic taking all things considered if the stadium has beer or not. Because that that like you just said, if you're going to Utah, you just want to get in and get out because you want to have a couple of beers, you want to get in, you want to get out, and you want to go on about your merry day. If you could drink in the stadium, I think it changes your answer 110. percent Right. Yeah. No, that that's a really good point. That that's what's so interesting. So I'd I'd really have to we'd have to really look and see like okay which <laughs> which uh, stadiums allow drinking things like that, yes, and sir. then you could kind of start sir. ranking it from there. Because uh, you can kind of come up with a better game plan. All right, like all right. That. Well, then, then let me let, let me just audible it. I'm gonna tweak the question just a little bit for the sake of because now that you say, it, I didn't realize Michigan State was like I thought Utah was just the way it is because it's Utah. But like if Michigan State's not like, then I'm obviously understanding. There's a lot of college stadiums that probably don't do it. Dry because it's so, a dry campus. So if it's let on me let me campus, let me yeah. tweak the question then. Based on you're going somewhere for the whole weekend. So I'm asking you from both a college football experience and just kind of the surrounding area, things to do, people to see, you know, things to check out. Where where would you go? Like, because now, now I want to bring in the city portion of it, like the sights, the sounds, the feel of the city. Like, is there one that stands out to you? Like, is there like a... I mean, you don't strike me as like a, you want to go down to Tuscaloosa necessarily, maybe not even Gainesville, but like, I mean... Where, no, where are we I've, I've, Well, I mean, you know, Tennessee comes to mind, Knoxville, or uh, is it Knoxville? Yeah, that's Knoxville. Yeah, it's like a little bit north of Nashville, so pretty much Something Nashville. like that, right? Something that would be cool. And and what's, what's interesting, okay. I, I, like we thought about going to this one, I think going to uh, Washington Stadium would be really cool because I know it's right. right on, it's right on the river, right? Oh, yeah. or, right. Or, or the bay or whatever it is. I don't right. know. It's on a body of water. The sound. Like, put me Puget Sound. Next to body of water fucking sold right i right. love that i love that idea so that would uh 
That would also be really cool, I think, because I. So think I, that- I know Baylor's a problematic program, but like, how does the how does the fact that like you can pull up in your boat and kind of tailgate right outside the stadium is that does that wiggle anything? Did they have that down in Waco. Yeah, you, you like you, there's people like those do like the overhead shot, and it's like they have like a big river that runs by it, and like people pull up in their pontoons and they all kind of dock like right outside the stadium, and like they'll all just be sitting out there hanging out on the boat just drinking. Interesting. Are you a boat guy? Oh yeah, no, I love. It. I had I had a boat growing up. My dad did. It's fucking awesome. Boston Whaler. That thing was sick. Hey, Whaler. Yeah. Brandon. That's, hey, that's oh, Brandon's hey. nickname. Hey, 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 oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's. I, I, we'll have to let's propose this question next time. We'll be a little bit more prepared. Um, right. You know, because right. I'm right now. I'm just you know, I'm at that point in, in dad life where like. I'm just I'm just so tired that the thought of like doing anything like that just sounds horrible. All right, well here, here's what we'll do. I'm gonna answer it. I'm gonna answer it because you won't be surprised by my answer. I'm gonna answer it, but then I I hear what you're saying. We'll save it. We'll put a little put a little note. We'll save it for like when we're on the doorstep of college football. Once we kind of start understanding the big primetime matchups and and you know what I mean. Like we'll get a better picture of what the season looks like. And then and then I want to hear. We'll we'll propose it to the Twitter followers as well because I do think. If you do consider all things like involved, like including like the area you're in, the city you're going to, for me, it's if for me it would be, I mean, like Alabama's an obvious answer, so I'm not even going to include that. But like, I wouldn't mind going to Gainesville. Like Gainesville, from what I understand, is a fun kind of college town, small-ish enough. But to your point, like I think about the logistically, like if we actually would have went to the Miami game, like we were supposed to, just sounded just sounded miserable. I don't know how we would have got in and out of that stadium, Kyle. A hundred dollars. <laughs> hot and sweaty i think it right well i think it rained that whole time it did um, yeah, i remember remember watching that game on the couch and just being like I'm, I'm i'm upset we're not there but like this is just sloppy like the gameplay was sloppy the field was sloppy it was just miserable it's a great game yeah, michigan state looked really good but yeah no i it's uh yeah we'll have to we'll have to Put All right, some, we'll, we'll cook put, this question up better, but I just, for me, I wanted to ask you because I'm sitting here watching YouTube videos over and over of just the different, like the, the white, the Penn State whiteout always is a good one to watch. I like those, that is an uh, Tom yeah. Petty, the Tom Petty down in the swamp. Those are always fun. The Wu pig Sueys, you know, I, I, the Dixieland delights, like those, those, those are fun to me to think about just be like, damn, like that'd be so sick to be just in that environment. Just like the, the, the electricity in the air, just. I'd like to be on the field. I think being on the field would be really cool for that too. Like, you know, cause oh, obviously yeah. in the stands is one thing, but just being able to kind of like sit there and like look around and just be like, holy shit, this is sick. Well, like, and it's, it's just cool that like, it's just cool to go like CSU, Utah state will be fun, but like that's their D one, obviously, but like, it's not going to be the environment will be okay. Like people are watching a football game, but like we both understand what's at stake here. Really nothing. Right. Like it's, it is what it is. But like even going to like the Minnesota stadium, like Minnesota really didn't have, you know, there was a heartbeat there for a little bit, maybe going to compete, but like, it is what it is. Oh yeah, that was one of the worst games. Oh, God, fourteen zero Illinois. Oh my God. Oh, God. but j- just but like regardless, like the team, the team was good. It's a good team. Like the Gophers are a promising team. They're dangerous a little bit, but it's just like just the environment around the stadium before the game even started. Like all all the restaurants are popping, the bars are popping. There was just people in droves everywhere, just hanging out in the park, like tailgating. I was like, this is this is just awesome. It was a nice like warmish day. It was like fifty degrees, sixty degrees maybe it was it was awesome so um that's that's why that's why you get those texts every now and then where i'm like i miss college football right yeah we all do but that's that's why we're here but 
yeah, we'll we'll probably bring up some more of these types of hypotheticals as well. But next week, not hypothetical. You'll, you're going to be on a nice little vacation. You're recording the pod from the uh, beach. You, can do it. you want me to? Or, I mean, I'll be back Friday. We can do Friday. Yeah, it would be so incoherent. But it'd be fun. Kyle, I'm drinking at sea level. I, I might as well. If it wasn't all inclusive, I would just save my money and I just wouldn't drink. Because and I you've been drinking Coronas nonstop for like the last week to kind of prep for this. Yeah, as well. you know what? I got a bone to pick with Harmons. Like, what? Where's the Pacific Coast? Like, right. God damn. <laughs> Pacific Coast and Tapto is so best. Like, it's just. It yeah. is. It is. It is. But yeah. It's Friday. You know, if I go out, it's supposed to be a beautiful weekend out here. It's supposed to be nice and warm. Seems good. Uh, got more yard work to do. I'm just, just tired all the time. <laughs> I, just, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get out of this. Need some juice. I need some of that juice that you had this morning. <laughs> the pre-workout. I can bring you some. You'd be itching. Oh, is that, is that all it is? Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, three. You know, wake up in the morning. I have uh, one cup of water, and then I drink 300 milligrams of caffeine, and I'm out the door, baby. Love it. I love it. But uh, yeah, weird name image podcast. It's a little, little all over the place, but uh, that's kind of how we like it, right? I mean, listen, the, we'll, 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 it'll be fluid until you know we get closer to college football. We have a little more concrete stuff to talk about. The NIL will always be the, the, the we'll keep the main thing, the main thing. But like, like I've said for my purposes, because I'm just an idiot. Until you know, I would love to interview more people who are more knowledgeable in the realm. But for, for me, it's like until somebody gets busted and we have somebody to make a case out of, like make a point out of. Make fun of, yeah. I just, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Because it's like we kind of like, it was it was fun at the beginning, but, you know, it is what it is. But my boss is calling me, so I got to go. <laughs> there it is. You're here, you're here first. I love uh, you. Like, review, subscribe. Mike loves you. Have a good weekend. And, uh, yeah, be safe. Skip, we know Skip. Mm-hmm. Skip, I know Skip. Yeah, you, like that, Skip. Anything else you want to know about me, Skip? Mm-hmm.